Hi, welcome to the Peter Rabbit Hole. A 45-minute podcast on a four to five-minute children's storybook. I'm Annika. I'm Katie. And what are we reading this week, Annika? This week, we're reading a story from my childhood, Albion Pig by Mary Hofstrand, published in 1984. By the way, we will, we will get to fun facts, but if you were wanting to purchase this book today online, you would either have to pay $45, $50, or $809. <laughs> so it's easily available to all of our friends. <laughs> I haven't even looked for the, because uh, we always post a video on YouTube of someone yeah. reading it. So you, the listeners, know what the crap we were talking about. I can't wait to, like, try and find someone <laughs> reading this. Perhaps this will be my YouTube children's book debut. Ta-da! <laughs> oh, that'd be great when Daniel were like, so recording and now video production. Video? He's like, no. <laughs> video help? Oh, fun facts. Yeah. Okay. So the biggest fun fact is Mary Hofstrand does not want to be found on the internet. No lie. I spent 45 minutes and this is what I have for you. Okay. Uh, She wrote one other children's book by the sea, which seems like it might even be a companion piece because it's Mm -hmm. a pig family. Okay. Goes to the sea. Um, a theme. And she was an illustrator on the story on the stairs. Okay. At some point, Mary Hofstrand became Mary Cornish, I okay. believe. And it was very hard to find anything on Mary Hofstrand Cornish. But finally, I was able to get to Mary Cornish, who I believe was born in 1948. And this, I copied the one bio I could find on five <laughs> pages of Google search. Oh, crap. I got this bio from some poetry source website. Uh, she was an author and illustrator of children's book and came to poetry late in life. A progressive dis- disease struck her drawing hand. Oh, rough. And um, she enrolled in an MFA program for creative nonfiction at Sarah Lawrence College where she soon switched to poetry. The Library of Congress has one of her poems registered. So we'll cool. link to that on the page. It's called Numbers. Uh, do, 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 do. She is a former Wallace Sturgeon Fellow. She lives in Washington, where she is a adjunct professor of creative writing at Western Washington University. And I found one picture of her. <laughs> From a, like, coastal poetry festival. The woman... Not interested. Not, like, in a very dedicated way. Because she's 48, you know. Yeah. Like, no Facebook page. Her LinkedIn page was, like, professor at this university. Nothing. Like, nothing (laughs) else. And like I said, I had to like chase down her name. Yeah. It's, you have possibly picked the most obscure book we'll cover. Amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad it's this one. Those, oh, those... I wonder how much my copy would sell for. I don't have a dust jacket anymore. It's mm. a little beat up, but not too beat up. The, the $809.67, which uh-huh. I thought was... Why Why that number had a dust jacket? So you might have to go a hair lower. Lower. Dang. Mm. If only I'd known. Right? <laughs> All right. So what, what's the, what happens in this book of obscurity? <laughs> uh, in this very popular book, uh, <laughs> a small pig named Albion Pig is naughty and then he falls off a horse and bumps his head and forgets who he is but then he gets hit in the head again which cures his amnesia obviously uh and he goes home and his mom is like i would recognize you anyways 
but I didn't go looking for you. Glad you're here. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh no, she does go looking. She does go she looking. Didn't for find him. him. Nope. No, there's nope. definitely a disturbing moment when I realized I'm like this poor child, ch- pig child. Child. Yeah. Spent a night out, like mm-hmm. with a concussion. We'll yes. get there. We'll get. Yeah. So, yeah. That's but through rhyme. Yes. And adorable eighties illustrations uh set in the edwardian it's period? very edwardian yeah those lace hats that mom wears are the mop the whole time. <laughs> i i have multiple notes about her lace caps amazing i can't wait we but yeah that's pretty much what happens uh, i i think you maybe miss it he clearly has like a hallucinate no he doesn't hallucinate no he just he's not like sure Yes, it does feel a lot like a fever dream. Things get wonky. Boy, for a while for that pig. Yes. Our art synopsis, I took a crack at. Uh Uh-huh. I believe watercolor and pen. Yeah. But it's definitely not like big washes and feelings. It's a very much like, it's like what the water, how watercolor used to look graphic art. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all very framed out and well, like eh, I am devolving quickly your thoughts and feelings on art synopsis. Somehow, despite the fact that it's very Edwardian, it's got the same feeling as maybe an eighties Hallmark card. Mm, Okay. Or like eighties cute country kitchen wallpaper it, it so every page has a single frame always the same yeah. size on it and within mm-hmm. that frame it is a complete picture if it's yeah. outside it's got skies and trees if it's inside we have a wallpaper filling the and everything is very much contained in like flat two-dimensional shapes yes and yes it feels very it's, early it's 80s. something about like the color choices mm-hmm. and the shading on the pigs that does it for me it's the like the pinker cheeks and the ends of the ears and the elbows it's something about that that just yells a very specific sort of quaint feeling but quaint i think it's key yes not even yeah not even in just like what is drawn but how it is drawn yes okay so and we will dive more into it so we open the story nope sorry i have i have one last something else i do the the title yeah albion are you familiar with the name albion medium it was the name for the isle of great britain until the romans conquered it yeah because i kept wondering if I don't know. I was struck by like, what an interesting name to name a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's all right. So Albion, Albion lived in a sty is the first page. Which he does not. But he doesn't. No. Like he actively doesn't because the next page is dined upon truffles and black bottom pie. And he's in like a fancy kitchen with a really lovely uh, wood stove like oven with the bread bit and the enamel on it. And he's like bacon. There's a picture later on outside of the house. Of their house. And it is not just a nice house. Like they are the fancy pigs in town. Yeah, like it's a whole Edwardian mansion. Yes. Opens with a lie. Absolutely. (laughs) Though he is playing in mud and he's got his little clothes hung up to keep them clean. And I thought that was real cute. Yes. So it bothers me a little bit that the activities go, we play in the mud, we bake, we walk in the laundry line, then we eat. And then at the end, we get a bath. I'm like, we played in mud. We need a bath before we prepare food. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a pig. They have different levels of food safety concerns. Clearly. As oh. previously discussed on this podcast, a pig will eat a person. I don't think that's in the black bottom pies. <laughs> no, I did look up what a black bottom pie was. Mm-hmm. 
what is more interesting than what is a black bottom pie is it's a very decidedly American Southern dish. Huh. Because then he eats pit biscuits at the picnic with his black bottom pie. Yeah. And I went, where are we? Well, are I, we? it feels a lot like an American author writing a quaint British yes. setting. To Even me. though we did Edwardian here. Yeah. But it doesn't feel the same. No. He's got a lovely parasol when he's doing his high wire act naked on the clothesline. As you do. Uh, I am concerned. I, I, can, I wonder once again about this pig's clothes. What the rules are? Cause, yeah, because he has clothes. Yes, like an adorable little sailor's outfit. But he doesn't wear clothes. Like we meet him naked and he remains naked for a, the beginning of the book. He'll put them on later, but like, why is he naked doing his aerial oh, act and also the eating picnic. his picnic? As we discussed in Out and About, it was the 80s. So, you know, <laughs> naked kid running around at home. It's fine. <laughs> I see Casper has joined us for yes, this telling. Casper is here to help. Those of you on Patreon can also see Casper. <laughs> I, at some point, that joke's going to get old to me, but not now. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay, so he's just having the fanciest picnic. It's an awfully nice picnic he's got set up. Oh, why do you want to eat the book, my dude? <laughs> Casper is a cat who has decided that the book is delicious? Question mark. To be fair, watching my own small child handle books, there are a lot of crumbs and food smells that I can get embedded to small children's things. True. That he's having such a fancy picnic all by himself. Like, I don't think his mom is joining him. It's just him. And there's real food. So it's not like we're playing picnic. Uh, yeah. No, he's having a whole fancy spread of like pie and there's biscuits and there's some sort of terrine. Yeah, it's in full on thing. What I'd also like to point out is there's a slice of pie and a whole pie. I was hoping that the slice of pie came from the back of the pie. But it's even got like a divot in the corner. Yeah, from the other side of the pie. I'm just saying, looks like there's four divots on top. It does. But yes, just the fanciest. Maybe there's a five-divot pie. (laughs) One in the center and there's one on the other slope. Anyways, the (laughs) goblet is a lot. The goblet is so much. Also... He's he is a small child. He yeah. feels. I mean, I'm bad at guessing pig children's ages, but I would I would put him in like the four to five year range. Yeah, and maybe up to early seven tops, but probably not. Yeah, like yeah, I would definitely I'd be willing to push, but like you don't give those kids a top heavy glass. No. It's breakable. Yeah, this is where I go back to the fanciest of pigs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Casper is. Oh my god. Value the book, my guy. <laughs> and it is. This book is worth seven hundred dollars without the dust jacket. I've been told. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was trying to get my screen capture up to watch him uh, like chewing, 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 chewing. <laughs> I, my guess is I'll have another terrible. chance. Almost certainly. All right. So we go to the picnic. Yes. Great times. And then it's. We're inside with mom. Home. Yeah. We go home with mom and we get a bath. Mom's wearing a lovely night cap or a mop cap with space for her ears. Of course. And they've got like the basin, the wash basin and jug. What is happening with that lamp in the next page? It looks like it's wearing a hat with a veil. Or like it's wearing like a corseted party dress. It's like someone, I don't think she did her research on Edwardian lamps. I'll just say it. I don't know. If you look at, as someone who briefly dabbled in the professional lampshade making world, <laughs> right out of college, this is not a lie. I if believe you. If you look you. at like, some of those old uh, fashioned Oh, because yeah. if because if if this is Edwardian, 
because mom mom reads as fairly victorian to me but the clothing is very is edwardian yeah but yes the feeling of her yeah and so i feel like it's just sort of like a a mishmash because the lamp it feels like that like just so fussy and full of frills and full of lace and it's got bows and it's got the same flowers as the wallpaper yes everything you ever wanted i did send you in the chat a picture of a lamp that makes me think that yes looks like it could have been an ensemble yeah yeah so just in that sort of weird genre of like oh no just why is this the choice because you know that that happened like that fancy fancy lamp where it was not the focal point it was definitely blended in with the rest of its extremely busy friends that is true and i I admit i do enjoy a nice victorian clutter yeah it's so good which isn't really we don't really get into it in this book which is okay i understand but it, the house feels like it should be full of Victorian. Yes. Though the illustration type is a more, f- like it's a full picture, but it's still focused. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we have a piggyback because we're just the right size for a piggyback. Which is a which cute is, little thing. You know, cute. And then they go to bed. The cow jumping, o- the cow mm-hmm. jumping over the moon decor. Yes. I kept being like, what what is it because it's there's a wallpaper and it's stuck on top of it and i'm like yeah is it it's not a picture is it a carving is it like two Mm. pieces it feels like two pieces which feels weird yes it it doesn't strike me as weird but that (laughs) may be due to some strange family traditions <laughs> i didn't have okay. a jumping over the moon on over my bed but we do have a metal cow sign it's like from a cow crossing or something but it's just a metal cow uh-huh. that got hit by a lot of buckshot of buckshot and it's all sort of rusty but it's a very nice cow and every year it's our Christmas tree topper, and there's a there's a cardboard moon covered in glitter that I made when I was very small, <laughs> and it goes card cut out moon, and then the cow goes over it as the cow jumping over the moon is great time. That's amazing. Um, it's a very good look, I think, for a tree. But so like, I'm not sure what this cow jumping over the moon is made of, but like, why wouldn't you have one? <laughs> you know what? You've sold me. Nothing weird. <laughs> perfect like makes sense yeah there is however something a little bit weird about the moon's face it is not very friendly oh yeah i also i don't there's several times we use beams of moonlight Uh uh-huh and they're it's like we're doing a mystery novel and we're shining a flashlight it is so bright in the moonbeam and such a triangle of shape it's a lot of light in that moon light. And I think it's just because she used the pen to like make the moon, in an attempt to make the moon face not super distinct. Yes. Made it grumpy looking? It's just, I think it's the blank eyes that uh, do it for me. Yeah. I think we tried to make a friendly like mm-hmm. face in the moon. Oh, and then we get mom's first really great outfit god she's so fancy she's so fancy i want to know where she's going and also he's invited to come well he is not even invited he's required to come in so yeah she's like one day his mother called out come inside and she's dressed up although maybe she's leaving and he's Mm. staying she gosh she is just so fancy with her parasol and her little ruffled shoulder thing. But we talked about how he is naked earlier in the book and now he is in his little sailor outfit, which yes. seems like a going out to Yeah, it feels be like the neighbors or something. Get our family portrait painted. Yeah, because it looks in the other book page where he you can see him riding outside yeah. the window. 
there's like tea and cookies and a stroller essentially like a pram but i think that's more he's too big to be in it i think that's more his to play with it might be his to play with but it feels like maybe he was set up to play in like a quiet inside way so he would be oh, ready to go and, and not dirty he has said haha i will escape and mm. ride on this horse because right now it looks like a horse but then it turns out it was a rocking horse i know that we talk the what's the wording below it uh the horse he was riding was quite fond of fences but it's a rocking horse and he just yeah. rocked into i kept being like we are clearly on a rocking horse toy. Yeah. But we make it sound like he was on a wild stallion. No, well, us. maybe in his imagination in his mind. he was. Yeah. That's true. And there he goes tumbling. Oh, oh poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> he really is like all splayed out all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to end well. You can tell from the way he's falling. Well, and then he falls in a cemetery. Yeah. That seems this is like, why in my like very vague recollection of this book, I was like, does the pig die? It does seems the pig die and come back to life? Because he might die. We fall off he a horse. Sustain a, sust, yeah. subs, nope, fall, befall, a concussion. <laughs> and land at a cemetery. It just feels dark and foding. And like, the clang. Yes. He's, all, he's all wiggly. Vibrating. All of his lines are made of vibrations and he looks like it does and it's like right on his head. I the only part of him that has landed is his head. I love the in the illustration because it's in his little sailor outfit that she has thought through the fact that he has been inverted to land on his head. His shirt would fall up. You get a little yeah. piggy tummy. I, yeah. It just seemed fun. That's very cute. And then it, becomes what feels like an acid trip of a hallucination. Confused. Yeah. So is he too small or is he too big? And you watch him get very big and too big for his sailor suit and then very small, too small for his sailor suit. I, I get that part of it is at the beginning, he's just the right size. Yeah. But then, I don't know, of all the things to wake up and have a concussion and being like, I don't know, do my clothes fit just right? Doesn't <laughs> feel to me like the first thought to have. My other question is he's here at this post office box. Right at his mailbox, and it says Albion on it. So, like, oh. is that his last name? Oh, well, it would explain. Ooh, ooh, actually, that works in quite well to like we're a fussy Edwardian couple, and our last mm. name is the name of the English yes. style. What do you think his first name is if his last name is Albion? Oh, hard to know which way you'd go, right? Because you can definitely go like an Arthur, you know, or like Jimmy. Yeah, but you know, well, I, I don't know why I've decided that it's probably a Roman -y name. Ooh. But I was like, is it Maximus or like Maximilian or Augustus? Or... Ooh, I like Augustus. Oh, Augustus Albion. That's not bad. There's probably at least one middle name in there, though. To help and let's out. face it. He looks like a pig that his mom named him a name he's going to get beat up for at some point. Absolutely. He is an <laughs> imminently beat upable pig. Big time. I mean, he's very sweet. I, oh, absolutely. I would feel bad. But yeah, poor dude. And then he wonders, I'm not right. I feel like maybe he wanders away from his house, like he's walking down the road. So, because he's clearly riding the horse in his yard and maybe yeah. we fall over into the yeah, so cemetery near the street. Into the cemetery, which is maybe part of their land still because it's like a family cemetery. Which is a yeah. thing. And, but then we're at the mailbox, which feels very American and also indicates that probably we're at the edge of the property. Uh, which if you're on a big Edwardian mansion, your property could be quite expansive because it yeah. also feels like mom does not see him through no. the window when she calls. No. Like he is um, already potentially in trouble for just not being not, inside because yes. we need to go to the thing. Possibly the croquet party being held at the Wishing Stone Wood where Albion wonders if he is a warthog or a woodchuck. So many notes. <laughs> never really thought about it in depth before 
but I wonder if he's like <laughs> wandering down the street and he's like, I see a warthog. Am I a warthog? Maybe I'm a woodchuck because I can see one. Because like when he's too small or too big, he's wearing his own clothes. But the warthog and the woodchuck are not wearing his clothes. They're wearing their own clothes. And they're dressed to the nines. The warthog is in yeah, they tails. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it might be a morning suit, technically. Don't they gray. swoop? But those swoop they in the front. They swoop more. Also, it's something about the grayness of it. Yeah, I kind of was going to say morning um, suit too until I saw the tails. Hit, yeah. The warthog's tusks are in the wrong place. Yes. And I get we're doing like a fancy mustachey thing with them, but it bothered me. Yeah. And then I kept, and then I looked at the woodchuck and I'm like, that dress is not big enough to contain a woodchuck's tail. <laughs> also it's also a very different silhouette than the mother's dress yes although okay which Oof. makes you can you can yep. argue it maybe the woodchuck is like a younger woman and she's like up on the fashions and the mother ha- is like clinging on to her very fancy frilly times i, I have propriety I have definitely used the Ed- in Edwardian oh, yeah. costumes, the big dress opposed to the um, hobbled skirts of yes. a forward-thinking lady, a forward-thinking lady that cannot outrun. Yeah, because then the next page, he's he's definitely walking down the street because he meets the yes. goose person with mother a baby goose or a doll goose, but I think it's a baby goose. I worry most about the goose's goose wing hat. Oh, I did. Hmm. What? Oh, what is on top of our hat? It Wings. looks like that seems barbaric. Maybe they're like pigeon wings, but they're not much better. Bird wings. Well, birds eat birds. Oh, oh, okay. Still, it just seems a little. I mean, it's distressing, but. And also, again, extremely Edwardian. Yes. Yes. Love a bird on a hat. Um, and yeah, I, so we seem to be wandering through um, the less well-to-do neighborhood based <laughs> on the, like the size of the house and the kinds oh. of clothes they're wearing. Like they're still nice, but they're not as good. Okay, so I have a lot of questions about the practicality of the turtles, pitifor, <laughs> and bloomers. <laughs> yes. One, she's not wearing a dress. No. Just a pitifor and bloomers. Two, when you look around her the side, where did the bloomers go up to? How are those Inside bloomers? The, like, no, yeah. the, the, the bottom end of a turtle, generally. Yes. It's like shell and shell, but the whole bottom, like on the top, they've got the, on the top and the bottom, it's all the way open. So it's like head right. and arms so you can in. Down on the bottom, it's legs and tail in. So her bloomers are tucked up I think under, are gu- her shell? under her shell. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, it doesn't sound great, but I, that's my guess. That's my best choice. And then, then she's jumping rope, and I kept being like, of all the animals that could jump rope, a turtle, I do not like, feels yep. the hardest to figure out the physics for. Yeah. But there she is. She's having a great old time. She is. She's having a very nice In time. In her cool bonnet. And then the fox is a child. Yes. Well, so is the turtle. Adorable hat, I guess. Um, it and then there's the world's most carefree bear, <laughs> who is in golf clothes, catching butterflies. Yep, just yes. off on tiptoe, Ta-da. living his best life. He he is having that. Okay. For some reason, despite the fact that the pigs are all in fancy clothes, the two things that really hit me as the fever dream motion moments of it was the warthog in their fancy, fancy clothes, and then the bear. It's just skipping yeah. along with his butterfly net. Yeah. It's clearly a world of animals. Like it makes yes. sense that there are other animals, but yeah, this this is no Frank and Ernest. <laughs> Pure straight animal community. Yeah. And they all do seem to 
walk on their hind legs, which makes yeah. the turtle's outfit make slightly more sense. Yes. It just seemed uh, uncomfortable to me as all. And then we find the like cool Roman columns near the lily pond. Yeah. It might be a folly or a haha or one of those dumb like I have created ancient ruins in my garden out of plaster. Yes. Which seems this was where I was having a weird time. I'm like, we made black bottom pie, which is like the South. It feels very British Edwardian. Roman columns. Where well, are the- those happen a lot. That's what they, that's what the follies were mostly was like, they were like, look at my tiny scaled Roman architecture in my garden. It's like a little tiny pantheon. I went to Italy and stole some of their marbles and now they're in my cool made up thing like that's how a lot of stuff got to the British Museum (laughs) is like people went on their grand tour and just took stuff and then brought it back and put it on their land to be like look how cool and fancy I am all sounds like it tracks Jerk British going around and stealing everything. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. I can't, and I wondered like, are we in a park? Have we wandered back home? Maybe we're just another wealthy neighbor's. Yeah, that's the, the, I I feel like the pond section is the most confusing because then there's for no sleep tight, mom is out looking in front yeah. of their extremely fancy house it was so it's got fancy a turret it's at least three stories it's got two turrets it's at least three stories tall i you know clearly there's like a servant's quarter in the back oh absolutely there are many servants in this house yes okay. there's a very small, small swan who seems to be an actual animal oh i d- i am fascinated by that in books and it's that whole um Pluto the dog thing yeah Goofy's a dog but he's a person, independent he's a people yeah but Pluto is a dog dog who's a, dog. a mouse owns yep yes. I just always get really amused by the when animals have pets yes mom's outfit is different I'm the so CEO. good <laughs> it's a, it's, it's it's almost like a gothic heroine's nightgown to go like wandering around the haunted house in. But almost. she's got a giant feather. Her, yeah, no, her her giant bonnet really sells it. Like, why would why is this the outfit you put on to look for your missing pig child? Also, why have you changed? She was dressed. <laughs> she was dressed and could not find her child. Yeah, and now she's dressed, and it's not like she's in more reasonable clothing. No, if anything, this outfit is more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think she went to the event that she was supposed <laughs> <laughs> Because let's face it, Edwardian, Edwardian times written in the 80s, it's like, oh, I can't find the kid. They'll be in trouble She's when I go fine. from the croquet yeah. game. Perhaps. Perhaps. And then we see Albion so sad in moonlight who doesn't have a face which is fine um but he's not he doesn't seem to be anywhere near a folly or a ruin or roman columns of any type he's near the goose house yes and in like a bush shrub yeah he's found a little shrub to sleep in i guess i really but then when he wakes up he's being hit on the head by an apple which is just the most Looney Tunes Scooby-Doo trope ever. Like if you suffer a concussion, yes. j- just another bonk in the head straightens you out. Yeah, obviously. Excellent medical practice, right? I, I do like the sunrise colors she's done. Yeah, that like good. also at least at least it's just another apple. He didn't then take another full body. Yes. Power and then there's this bird and her babies who look like they're also just animals yes but we can't assume that birds are animals and mammals are people because because we met the goose with the wings on our hat but maybe the wings belong to non-person birds 
yeah, animal birds. Oh, I didn't even pick up on the fact that there were more, that there were animal birds Mm -hmm. in the world of animal people. Do you think the author, like, had a big quandary with herself? Or is it one of those instinctive things when you just need to fill in some space to draw some birds? I feel like it was the second, to be frank. Uh, That's my guess anyways. Like, a bird goes here. Yeah. Right? Because he's just, like, an apple falls and then he's awake. And it would be less visually appealing without the bird in either of those. Yeah. and Right? Like, you just need a little bit more to look at up. And also a bird and an apple tree, they're in a adorable little countryside. It's it's yeah. just what there is. It's a requirement. I mean, it's the wrong time for babies, for birds, because, you know, apples are fall time. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine just like popped up to let me know he is present. <laughs> yeah. You want to be in the podcast nope he's like no the nope. podcast um anyways yes podcast and so he like the, the apple falls gives him a bump and then he dances he jumps up and dances and he's like i remember who i am i'm albion pig which good he's you know he's spending yeah. night out as a very small child that's gotta be very upsetting yes why this does not seem like a very big community. No. Why did, why did no one notice? Why did no one recognize him and say, why aren't you in your house, small pig? Or also, not a groundhog? He walked, the goose seems like an adult goose, given the hat. Yeah. And is like actively showing him her baby. Right. So at one point you would think he'd be like, hey, do you, have you seen who me? Who am I? Yeah. All right, but okay. we, we, we now so know we, who we are. We are Albion Pig. Albion Pig. And we run home, and mom has found the rocking horse and changed again. Yep. Although she's wearing fair. the same feather hat. It might, she may Is have she? been out all night. Yeah, she's got the big feathers on her head still. And I'm not, and like the, uh, in the other one, the color might just have been washed out of the purple dress. It still feels like a different enough silhouette the puffsleys i could give i could be convinced to give her the benefit of the doubt for that dress. sure yes that i i'm but willing she'd to still believe. be fancy oh my gosh so fancy but she's so happy and then she gets changed but he doesn't so that she can rub lavender oil on his head which everyone knows will fix all symptoms of a concussion can we talk for a moment about the intensity of this mop hat, mop cap? It's just so much. It's like a whole turban. It's the got- like double ribbon and the lacy fall bits. Yeah, that like fall down to her shoulder. I feel like she was, the author perhaps was, or the illustrator perhaps was, who is the same person, but the yes. illustrator perhaps was feeling weird about the fact that the pig would not have any hair. I it very much feels like mom is not allowed to be without a hat. Yeah, that we would and lose I, our femininity. Yeah, like if we can't have the fan, the correct fancy hairdo, it would look funny. And so instead, we've given her this extremely intense hat that I would not want to be tasked with building. It's also kind of torpedo shaped overall, too. Yeah, I. It is and such like a the bow on the top. There is so much going on, and it's such an intense choice. It's clearly from a piece of research. There's moments yeah. where, like, you would never get that crazy no. on your own. No, this is definitely a thing that exists somewhere. Yeah, it is. It is so much. <laughs> photo, photo will be on the website. Yes. And here's my question. The apple falls on him in the morning. Like we see the beautiful, but then she, the mop cap feels like her nightgown. Yes. She's definitely changed into her nightgown, but so it's, it's Albion. He danced to small Jake. I remember he said, I am Albion pig. He ran straight home to his warm little bed where his mother rubbed lavender oil on his head. And I wonder if it's that he stayed out all night 
and if she also stayed all night all night looking and we're for just him, tired and we're like wow we're home we're all okay i don't care if it's eight o'clock in the morning it is bedtime i mean to be fair as a mother who was expecting your downtime in the evening it's like now it's <laughs> <Yeah>. bedtime <laughs> so yeah i feel like he's gonna need rest anyways and she may also need to soothe her nerves by a nice okay. glass of a small glass of cordial too. <laughs> maybe a sherry now he's naked again time for bed and his little head's all wrapped up it's very cute and thus begins the four-step process of putting him to bed yeah so we do cute times at the door and then we read a story at the sewing machine why, obviously why this I, I get again having done a multi-phase put down later sometimes like you put them in bed and then you get to the door and you're like yeah that's fine it's fine oh you you've come out but like why are we reading at the sewing machine that house is so big there are so many right. rooms you know it's got some big nice chairs in it yeah but instead the sewing machine machine even if he's like coming to her room yeah there'd be still weird is it okay look sometimes when everyone wants to cuddle you like don't necessarily do it in the most comfortable place because you're like that's right this isn't the good stuff you want to go back to your nice cozy bed But I feel like he's being particularly well taken care of today because he has just returned from his terrible adventure and we were sad and now we're happy he has returned and like this is the good the good stuff. Yes, yeah. I, maybe it's a real like the way some people have domestic memories of like the good time was hanging out with mom and their sewing machine. I don't know. Maybe, it seems... And I thought I wondered if it was like maybe there's a really good pig pun on the sewing machine, but there is not. It's just named Saint Rival, which means no rival. And he's back in his bed with his cow jumping over the moon. And he's yep. uh, he's got his stuffed elephant who was in the stroller before yes. he got his head knocked in. And he's happy. Because we because we have people, animal people, animal animals, and now animal stuffed like yeah. Huh. Sorry, I'm just having the rocking horse feel. Also, I'm uh, like, is that offensive when Mr. Horse comes over that we have a rocking horse? Perhaps. Uh, yeah, it's hard to know. The final page where he's gotten up out of bed. It's yes. nighttime now. And he and his elephant are looking at the apple being like, thanks, apple, for <laughs> knocking some sense back into me. And he gets to sleep in the turret, apparently. I would, if, if there was a turret option available to me, especially as a child, but even now, I would pitch so many fits to be allowed to sleep in the turret. I have literally never wanted anything more than to have a bedroom in a turret. Yeah. Like, I have a big feeling about a turret bedroom, <laughs> even knowing that nothing fits in it because it's not the shape of a room. Nope. I, I want it so badly. I wanted a four-poster bed with like the big curtains. And of course, that is the thing you put in the middle of a turret yeah. bedroom. Like yeah. also because you don't push that up against a wall. No. And you can't push anything up against the wall in a turret. <laughs> yeah. And oh, the end papers are his bedroom wallpaper. Yes. Oh, and there's a great little impression of him with his parasol on the front. I do love when they push him to the engraved or the embossed cover and that is the story of albion pig there that was a weird time yes and it's a very like we we didn't talk we should, you read through a couple of the pages but like, oh yeah it, it's a rhythm page and that dictates yes. some things and every once in a while in the kids rhythm tour you occasionally have a bit of an odd pairing of something to get something you wanted more to the work. rhyme right yeah but the, the whole loss of consciousness <laughs> is, is a funny time yeah also i wondered a bit where's dad 
where's the search party? It seems like just yep. looking for a pig. Long enough he's out. I, I was very upset that he was out overnight. <laughs> as a parent, worst fear ever, having to yep. like nighttime come and you still don't know where your kid is. Right. I feel like we need the bigger search party than just mom. Yes. Yeah, I do want, and like, where are the servants even if it's not mom? Right. And I only, right? like if, if, if dad like died in some war somewhere or something, I don't know. Right. The no. great war. Yeah. Yeah. Was the Napoleonic Wars then? Was that? Well, they went on for like ever. Generations. Anyways, yep. a war. War. Maybe he went to like invade India or something <laughs> or a business trip oh which is also the same thing during that time period. <laughs> oops uh, yeah so you know maybe he's just away or maybe he has perished tragically and we just don't speak of it my only thought is I have not read whoops what was the uh, um, by the sea but considering yes. it's a pig family of three on vacation I kind of ass- uh, I, I took a leap and assumed it was the all beyond pig family got it maybe mom remarried who knows yeah maybe there's options and again I go back to the town doesn't feel like a big mm. town no it feels a little bit honestly like the big the the big fancy house and he's only really managed to get like a couple of stops down like he stopped oh, yeah. past right like he fell into the graveyard and then he's like wandered down the road and he found like the fancy country club i guess is where they're playing croquet <laughs> slightly less savory places for the goose and the turtle and the fox and the bear but only slightly down i will say you're very judgy i feel like they're just a touch more of the working class it's, it's not like he's crossed to the other like side so thatched, the tracks. they've got the they like do. stone houses with thatch roofs yeah like these are different standards of living between yeah. that and the turret house yes i did make a note i was like the wishing stone wood what is like it, it's got to be some sort yeah. of country club right but also it's not like a inn eh, i mean sometimes inns have like big parties yeah well it certainly gets across the point this is fancy fancy times here to go with the fancy hats it is a very fun read in the, yes. like it is one of those it it says what it does uh-huh. and the rhyming sequence through it is very sweet i feel like it's it's one of those rhyming sequences that's a little bit like like you get onto the train tracks and you just go yes like it's, it's not it's not hard to catch it just speaking it at all gets nope. you into the rhythm without any help or without like a problem until you get to the good night pages. Oh, see, I actually disagree because I think at the point where he, the woodchuck doesn't rhyme with anything. Uh-huh. It, the rhyming, because for the most part, the first of it goes, page one has one line yes. and it rhymes with page two yeah. single line. Then we get to the um, amnesia and the yeah. rhyme sequence falls apart for just a page or two. Which I was well, very it's, surprised it's, by. It's, was he too small or was he too big? Was his name Albion? Was he a pig? Was right, he a, that warthog, works. a woodchuck, a goose, a turtle, a fox, or a bear on the loose? They've just, she's, the, the, these two, these two pages, she's spread it out. Yeah, but, right? the, but you have to flip the page and that yeah. doesn't, yes, I think if it, it was, was possible, if it was possible to get it so that those two were on facing pages yeah it would help but she's also oh yeah because because if it was like was he a wood warthog a woodchuck a goose right if that was all a page was he a turtle a fox a bear on the loose huh i feel like it would be easier if you look very closely at the grammar and the punctuation marks she does hint that this is what's happening because there's a comma at the on the woodchuck page, right, which indicates that the sentence is not done. And in reading it, it's not like I faltered. 
Like yeah. it, you just, you, you just still keep do going. it, but it does. There is a minute where if you haven't read it before, it is more confusing I, than the rest of it. I wonder in some ways if she wrote the poem and then, Ill- I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. that's how you write both stories. Yeah. But to really, if she wanted to keep the rhyming sequence really tight, why wasn't the warthog, woodchuck, and goose all together? They all could have been a croquet right. party of three. Was was someone like, we need a little bit more economic diversity? Throw in, <laughs> maybe throw in a thatch roof. Uh, it maybe was just it felt like it would be too busy. Maybe they are very small illustrations. Yeah. And then once we get through that phase, then we even double up and do like yeah. a rhyming couplet on one page and a rhyming. Uh, different yeah. set on the other but yeah it feels nice I, I think it feels nice in your mouth anyways. oh like definitely the words, they just sort of go and they do a little a little dumpty, 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 as you go along and the rhymes are also really easy so that as yes. a kid it would be easy to remember and guess them along and you get some lovely moments every once in a while like the bear on the loose yes <laughs> <laughs> do love that bear one thing i noticed about the book is it's got very set rules mm. like it's very tight rules for the rhyming it's very tight rules for the illustrations yeah like it's it's extremely yeah. dependable mm-hmm. that what you're experiencing in the beginning tells you kind of what the book will be like throughout yeah yeah it's not like one of the maybe in some newer kids books they'll sort of start out regimented and then be like "Ooh, look at where we can go outside the like if you started a book with framed pictures yes that was published now I would honestly expect for the art to escape those frames by the end of the book yeah and even at some point Albion might even wander out of the frame while the frame's yeah yeah that could even be, oh, that would be really cute for him is in the backyard and the horse yeah. get, rock scallops out yeah. of the frame. Yeah, It's one of those things, it actually made the book feel even older to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it ha- it's so straightforward. Yeah. But there's all, like, it's also, I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just no. an interesting choice. And to be like, here are my constraints. I am doing it all inside of these constraints, which is honestly nice. a nicer time sometimes when one is creating an art to be like, here's what I've got. Got to work inside these rules. I think it actually helps make his weird time of not knowing who he is. is so weird. But the pictures flow with the rhythm flows. Yes. And you're like, yeah, it's just, of course. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. Despite, you know, you are worried because he's out all night. It's not as, certainly as a kid it's not one of those books that like makes you actively worried for someone in trouble yes and I, it, like a bad thing has happened to this pig but everything's going to be fine and you can sort of tell that without trying to honestly I think the rhyming is part of what does yeah. it, it and it also keeps a pace that mm-hmm. you're just you're just trucking along because honestly, it's a very quick little read. Yes. It's a ton of pages. Like she's mm-hmm. done a lot of art for it. But because it's a single line, and I feel like rhyming books read even faster yeah. than other ones. By the time you're actually worried about him being out, he's home, he's in bed. Yeah. It's, it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way that it, it gets onto its rhythm and it just goes. Yeah. She doesn't lose it like it it stretches out a little bit but it doesn't like you don't she never abandons the rhyming scheme yeah and i do like when you start with a rhyming scheme and then it just goes away and you're like where to where to go though i needed it that's how we were reading this book as a parent reading a book especially for the first time to your kid and you start with a rhyme sequence and some i mean this is a really easy every once in a while you have to get into the rhythm of the rhyme yeah but then when you lose it all of a sudden you're stumbling over and you're like i know how to read it just i know all these words (laughs) but what's my cadence yeah so i appreciate that this one finds and keeps it very very from very early on i think oh yeah uh so i think we need to talk about the moral of the story 
Katie is prepared. Katie always has notes. Um, 80s parenting ethos. The best thing for a knock upside the head is another one. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the best cure for a concussion is another Another concussion. Also, after your child has sustained multiple concussions, you should put them to sleep. Or yeah. put them to bed, not put them to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might accidentally put them to sleep. <laughs> yeah, the fact that there's no like doctor visit, none at all. Like you wouldn't even have to talk about it. You could just have him like leaving in the background. Just a little, like gives him like a little pat on the head and yeah, a lolly. Like, yeah. He's headed out the door, but you can tell that he showed up at least. Like a little thumbs up to mom, a little. Yeah. Like, look, they buy the house. They can obviously afford the doctor's message. Right. All right. So is it your take on moral or message? Uh, I guess no one cares about community here. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're the jerk like rich rich terrible rich family and everyone was like ha serves them right right just let your kid play out in the yard all day they don't have to like clean and wash the sheets like my kid has to do for your kid work in the mines and the mills because we haven't passed child labor laws yet this this swan can't even get a nice house it just has to live in the lake yeah in your it works as decoration in the pig's house (laughs) i I imagine the um, the moral Mary Hofstrand Cornish finally got there. It was probably think it's even if you lose track of who you are, your parents are always yes. there. In the um, what's publishing notes in the front. I don't remember what it's called. It's- you know this bit after. Albion falls off his horse and temporarily loses his memory. His mother assures him that she'll always know who he is. Which is super sweet. And it should be shelved in behavior fiction. Pigs. Pigs. I love that. Fiction. Stories in rhyme. I, I, I had never noticed shelving notes until we started doing kids books. And I love the like. I love shelving notes for kids books. It oh my God. So happy. It's like pigs. Which to be fair, Fiction. are fictional pigs. Fictional, <laughs> not to go into historical pigs. <laughs> wait, wait, historical fiction pigs. <laughs> Any like childhood memories you have of this book? Not huge ones. Like we read it regularly. My mom was a big fan of rhyming books. She likes ah. to read them because they feel nice in your mouth. She agrees. Um, but I don't have any, I don't think I have any big feelings attached to this book. If you're Annika's mom listening, please leave your comments on our website. (laughs) I have to send her the link to the website because she's lost it. (laughs) If you're my mom, leave your notes in the Instagram page. Um, I was just curious if there was a reason that one, like that's the one you held on to other than you're a book hoarder. I just hoard all the books. I, I mean, look, tracks. There are a lot of books in my father's house that was, belong to me. It was super handy that my mom taught kindergarten. So yeah. when I aged out of a book, but still thought it should exist, I'd be like, this is on loan to your kindergarten class. <laughs> okay, so so we did it. We did it. Yeah. That book, that weird little book. That no one else will ever be able to read. Fine. No. So sorry to our listeners for choosing an extremely obscure out-of-print book. Annika's sitting on a tiny fortune, apparently. Okay. Outro. Outro. Hey, Annika, what are we reading next week? Next week, we're reading We Don't Eat Our Classmates by Ryan T. Higgins. I am most excited about this one. Yeah, it is. this is one of katie's favorites it and even afries this oh, yes it's, it's one of our we'll do a more modern book because yes we this one the- is readily available <laughs> in libraries and bookstores near you you can even probably read, you can even read ahead <laughs> coming to a child's bookshelf in your home
I wonder if we even have any listeners who are have children. Parents? Yeah. Who knows? Meh. Who I knows don't. if we even have listeners? No, there's been like 20 downloads. Are you sure it's just not you making sure the file works? Yes. Because they happen on days when I'm not on the website. Oh, look at look at us. Hey, listeners, thanks for listening. <laughs> that was We're awful. I'm so glad you're here. I don't know who you are, but it's great. Wait. Tell us about who you are. Engagement. Engagement. Um, have you ever heard of this crazy obscure book? Let us know on the Instagram, which is at Peter Rabbit Hole. Peter Rabbit Hole. If you'd like more photos or information about the book and maybe a link to someone, possibly Annika, reading the book on YouTube, uh, <laughs> you can find all of that at our website, which is www.peterrabbithole.com. Another way to get in touch with us is through Gmail, which is thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. It's the only one with the the. I'm so mad at the jerk that already had that as a web address. <laughs> May oh, I'm gonna email them. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna harass email people. <laughs> Hey, we're a very important podcast. Give us your email. We have 10 downloads per episode, <laughs> sir or madam. Um, this is the longest outro ever. I'm going to have such a mess cutting this down. You're welcome. Hey, no, we know what we're reading next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we already did that. We I did guess we could go. <laughs> Is it Avery o'clock? Oh, it is definitely Avery o'clock. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. -bye. Bye.